The following program is rated TV M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Lie back down. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 27 hundo. Of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on? Beaches, booshes, busters, hustles, and your hoes. It's your boy Papa Swoleo back with another episode. Today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everest and K2 flexing on all you. Fucking catalina one. Yeah. It's a fucking catalina one. All right, we are back with another episode. Of course, it's 27 hundo as it ought to be after 2699 and 2698 and 2697. Another hundred episodes in the book and the Swole fam still crushing it. So thank you so much, everyone, for being here. Make sure you take a moment. Everyone, fam, those of you that are watching on the Daily Swole channel on Rumble on YouTube, make sure you take a moment, hit that thumbs up button. It is gingerly touching my tip. It pinches my nips. It rubs my taint. Gives me a nice little, ooh, mm, makes me feel good. So hit that thumbs up button and share the show. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Like I said, anywhere you bang your eye holes and ear holes, we're here every day. Thanks for being here. Appreciate the reviews and appreciate you sharing the show. That being said, we got a lot of comments before we even jump into today's episode because we got a lot to get into. We have... Hmm. We got some good comments and it seems that a lot of you are excited about something today. Is something going on? Is something going on that I don't know about? What's going on? Why is everyone so excited? What's going on? I see something about a P3. Uh, Michelle says happy Wednesday and P3S8 day. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure what that is. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? All right. I'll stop fucking around. Fam, today, as Michelle says, it is P3S8 day, so let's get a Positive charisma, P3S8, very excited. So we've been talking about it. today is the 27th, so it's available now. It's available now. It's available for 24 hours until midnight tonight. A bunch of you bought it already. 
cool. You're locked in. You'll get it soon. So stay tuned for that. So um, you have until midnight tonight, but don't wait till last minute because if you go to the page and it's one o'clock in the morning, uh, Eastern time, remember this is Eastern time. So it's what? 9 PM Pacific. And you know, if you're in another country or somewhere else, then you know, it is what it is, but do the math, go to the page. You'll see the countdown timer, et cetera, et cetera. But if you go at 1 AM, it's too late. There's nothing that can be done. It's gone. I've been talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks, and you've known about it for hundreds of days. So 24 hours. And then of course the next one will be on episode 28 hundo, which is a hundred days from today, whatever the heck that is, but that's neither here nor there today. We're talking P3S eight. So go to swarmersx.com slash signature. Again, that's swarmersx.com slash signature, and it's available for just today. Only very excited about that. So, you know, I'm, I'm amped. Yeah. I love the signature series. I'm Yow. really excited for this one. Okay. Let's get into today's episode. We'll talk about some other merch. We'll talk about some other stuff that we've been discussing the last few days. We have some awesome new drops. Uh, we have the Teenage Mutant Lifting Turtles, which is fantastic. We'll just talk about it right now. Why not? As everyone comes into the door. So you guys know we already have the, uh, we launched some new merch every single week, pretty much every single week. Uh, this Monday, we dropped Cozy Cardio Less Than. Facts? Facts? P3, I mean, P3S8 is awesome. Uh, everything and anything is greater than Cozy Cardio. So pick up your Cozy Cardio Less Than design. I think that's fire. And of course, we have the brand new, uh, the brand new, Teenage Mutant Lifting Turtles. I was going to say TMNT. It's TMLT. This is a sick design. A bunch of you are have jumped on it already. We've been selling a bunch of these since the launch, and we sent out some emails about it. So Teenage Mutant Lifting Turtles, go and use code DAILYSWOLE for 10% off everything over at papaswoleo.com. So it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Great new merch. And um, I guess while we're talking about merch, go and check out Forest Pump. Go and check out Fuck Your Resolutions and also go check out the Rick and Morty designs. So we have a lot of new stuff, but if you head on over to papasoyo.com, just click on the new releases and you'll see everything. That being said, drop in the comments. What are you smashing today? Let's kick it off. Let's get the nut busted open. we got a great card. I think a lot of you know what it is. I dropped that hashtag earlier in the swole text, but let's get into it. Falk. Alrighty. Hashtag P3S8. You could drop that in the chat. Of course, swolenormousx.com slash signature to jump on that for today only. And on the swole card, you can see that it says, it says P3S8. It's a fire card. And it also has little 27 hundos all over the front. So if you win today's card, it's significant for episode 27 hundo. And of course, P3S8. But you know, we're here every single day. So 
it's also a good message. The signature series is something special. It's to give back to the fam. It's kind of like inside jokes. It's awesome shirts. It's one-time print, unique signatures. So it's a kind of a cool thing in that in that sense. But it's also commemorative of pillar number seven of the seven pillars. It's commemorative of consistency. It's commemorative of doing it every day and getting things done, whether you're in a good mood, whether it's convenient, whether it's the weather, sunny, rainy, sleet, hail, you're getting things done. It's not going to look the same every day. Nothing's going to be perfect every day. Sometimes you're going to feel like it sucked. Sometimes you're going to feel like it was awesome and everything in between. But the more reps that you take, the more opportunities you give yourself to execute the seven pillars, you're you're practicing. Fitness is a practice. Life is a practice. The more you practice these things that you do in life, the better you'll get at those things if you are focused on that, if you're focused on improving, if you're focused on doing those little things that will get you better. If you care and you're trying to improve your recovery and improve your training, you make those percentages, you make those percentages of a percent. It's not going to be 1% every day. It's going to be 0.1% every day or 0.05%, but you're going to get better. And the more you practice training, the form will get better. The more you practice pushing yourself to failure, the closer you'll get to failure, the better results you'll get, the more overload, the more you practice your nutrition, the better you'll get at figuring out what foods work best for you. The more you practice your evening routines, the better your sleep will be and et cetera, et cetera. So just make sure you focus on those things that you can control, focus on the seven pillars and just focus on, you know, being consistent. And that's what P3S8 represents. And that's what that little number in the corner over here, 2700, 2701, it's just pillar number seven. Every episode is different. Some, by varying opinions, will be better than others. And it's just, it is what it is. Some days we get great questions. A lot of days we get shitty questions, but we still go through and we execute. Okay, let's get into that tip, everyone. Moisturize, here we go. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. Swole fam posts. We got a couple here. Oh, we got some good ones. I love it. We're starting off with a picture. What we got here. Starting with the picture. What's in the box? We go one here from Leslie. Leslie in the house. Leslie in the house. And we got a lot of smiling faces. I, I see a lot of sick fucking gains in this picture. And I see the little, is that a purple planet? Ah, it's the purple planet. It's another place to make sick gains. So all good. Uh, Leslie writes, just finished the last day of primer week and had some friends join me. We all got our sweat on and had an awesome workout. Hashtag community and seven pillars. Fantastic. Good for you. Love the smiling faces and good for you, ladies. Keep on making those sick fucking gains wherever you can make those gains. Nancy says, I got a tri tip roast in the oven. All right. Now I'm hungry. Bacon sprinkles on the stove. I love it. I love it when Nancy talks dirty. I love it when. Nancy talks dirty. You're getting nasty today. I'm turned on already. I don't know about you. Got a tri-tip roast in the oven. Bacon sprinkles on the stove. Got to redo my bone broth because all of my jars broke a couple weeks ago in the freezer. Thank goodness we are homebound from the tropical storm. I have a lot to do. Meal prepping lunches for my son. He's totally getting into training and nutrition. It's awesome. Glad to have a weekend where I'm not running around. Well, sorry to hear about that. Um, Nancy was talking about her bone broth and... I'm not sure if this is what you did or the jars were weak, but just make sure anyone that does make bone broth, when you pour it into uh, the mason jars, make sure that you let them cool down to room temperature, then put them in the fridge for a while so they get cold, and then put them in the freezer. Because if you just go from norm to like hot in the in the glass, it could break. You can let the bone broth cool off a little bit before you pour it into the mason jars. A lot. Of, I mean, you don't necessarily have to, but it will definitely help. But then if you go from hot and then go right to the freezer, yeah, like the 
quick change in temperature can fracture them, but that sucks. Sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. Cause you don't want them once they crack. And then if they break, that's one thing. But if they crack, you're like, uh, is there glass in my broth when you thaw it? So it's hard to salvage that. You gotta be careful. Okay. Let's see. Olivia. Olivia says, hi fam. I'm having a dilemma and would love your insight on the subject. So fam calling all fam. Let's help Olivia out. I'm 15 weeks pregnant and I'm confused as to how I should cook my steaks. When I research the matter, everywhere says that pregnant women are more susceptible to foodborne illness and shouldn't consume steak unless they're cooked to 165 degrees. But is this coming from the same people who say that eating too much red meat is bad for you? Or am I actually at risk? I'm just wanting to get to the bottom of this while making sure I don't do anything to harm my baby. But also well done steak tastes like ass. Olivia knows what's up. Thank you in advance for any input. Well, I'm let's default to the mothers in the audience. I have my own opinions on this, not a medical opinion, but absolutely. These sources are definitely the ones that are going to be saying, well, don't eat too much red meat, et cetera, et cetera. On TikTok, just saying on TikTok, these are my opinions. So take them for what they were for what they are. Do your own research. Olivia is. But I keep seeing these videos on TikTok because that's where I post the videos myself. Uh, so I'm, I, I see things pop up in the feed. And of course, I post a lot of fitness content, go to the gym. So it'll show me nutrition things. It'll show me nutrition things. So I've been seeing a lot of these raw milk videos of people responding or doing stitches or green screen video and responding and kind of critiquing raw dairy videos. And I see a lot of people saying, well, you know, you can get sick from raw dairy. You can have bacteria, blah, blah. Yeah, these things exist if you're getting low quality shit, if you're not taking care of it, if you're not keeping it refrigerated or if you're not getting it from a clean place or you don't know where you're getting it from, et cetera. So there's always a risk. But I think if you have a better and stronger gut biome, even if there's small amounts of there's always good and bad bacteria, but if there's an imbalance and you have a weakened gut, then you're more susceptible because I've been eating raw eggs and I say this. I don't have raw eggs all the time, but I have raw yolks. I have raw eggs often in various forms. I've been eating raw liver. I'm, I'm talking about over a decade I've been eating this shit. Grass-fed beef, I've been eating, like, I'm not pregnant, of course, but I've been having all these things. I've had raw meat, raw heart, raw liver, raw bone marrow. I have never gotten sick. I have never eaten it and be like, oh my God, I've never had an issue with like bacterial overgrowth or any kind of complication from doing it. That's just my personal take. I know you're pregnant. I also don't know how much different things are. Let me rephrase. Good food and good nutrition is good food and good nutrition. Like anything that you, I'm sure there's certain situations, but I would think that most things that are good for you as a human will be good for you when you have the baby inside you as well. There may be certain things like, but what healthy nutrient-dense food? You should avoid this when you're pregnant. You know what I'm saying? So if it's healthy and nutrient-dense, it's likely going to be, it's usually going to be very good for you when you're pregnant. Organ meats, beef, very important. I, I, I don't think that overcooking your steak is required. I think that's a little bit whack. And again, I have to be careful saying this because I don't want to give Olivia some advice that, you know, would lead to any issues, but I think that's absolute nonsense. I think it's very reasonable to be concerned and to be hyper aware when you're pregnant, no doubt. But anyway, if you're eating, if you're eating lean steak, cooking it more well is going to be awful. If you're having fattier cuts, then 
it's going to still be juicy and stuff. Uh, Barrett says the CDC thinks men can lactate, so I don't care what they say about milk. Uh, Lindsay says, I was always more cautious when pregnant. It's only a short time. Motherhood is full of sacrifices. Yeah. So there's that too. I don't blame Olivia at all for being like hyper aware. You should be. That's good. You're being smart about it. Uh, let's see. Maddie says they also say you can't have deli meat and so many people eat that shit while pregnant. Yeah. And some people smoke cigarettes and drink alcohol. So there's that too. Let's see here. Let's see. Sean, fuck those meat haters. I have a medical opinion. 20 years as an EMT. The meat is healthier the more raw it is. Shit, it's a delicacy in Europe to eat raw ground beef with red wine. Also in Europe, there's a lot. There's many different regulations. The food here in the United States is legitimately multitude, like multiples, many multiples of times more shitty than Europe. Cause there's a lot of regulations over there. Like a lot of GMOs are banned and certain toxins and pesticides and things that are just rampant in the United States are not allowed in Europe. And a lot of times having things like grain, like the wheat, wheat germagglutinin, when you have the ultra processed and refined and genetically modified flour and grains that we use here that isn't used in Europe, you're going to have different reactions. Some people eat grains or breads that are made fresh, in bakeries and stuff in Europe, they don't have problems. They come to the United States and they get crazy. They gain tons of weight. They get tons of inflammation. So whether you think you should be eating grains or not, obviously the quality or what you get or how the body will react to these things in other countries versus the United States is very different. Yeah, anything that the FDA says, just, I, it's, not, it's not irrational to be super suspect. Well, the FDA says it. Cool. They've never been wrong before. At least the FDA has has never been wrong, right? Matt Damon. At least they're never. It's just a bunch of people that have vested interests and lobbyists, and it's a lot of manipulation. I'm not saying they haven't done good things, but a lot of it is nonsense. There's always an incentive. So to say that raw dairy is bad for you, no, I would say low quality, tainted, um, poorly, poorly managed farms that do raw dairy, yeah. It's probably not a good idea. I wouldn't drink raw dairy from a a concentrated feedlot. You're getting sick animals and you're probably not getting clean machinery, et cetera, et cetera. So you pasteurize it, kill the bacteria. Okay, but you also denature the milk and you ruin a lot of the benefits that you are getting from raw dairy. But if you're getting it from a quality farm, grass-fed, grass-finished animals that are fanatical about cleanliness and producing the highest quality product, I've never had a problem. Never had a problem. Okay. So let's see. But I like to get opinions from women that are pregnant, and then we'll just answer a few, and then we'll move on. Emily, I was definitely more careful while pregnant. The first few times, it's a short period of time. However, my fourth pregnancy, I was less concerned. LOL. You're like, just get out of my body, you demon spawn. Sean Mack, remember your child will get the nutrients that you put in, eat well during pregnancy, and set your kid off right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Ooh, Tiff. My husband said my steak was a little pink. Safe to say this marriage isn't going to last. Boom shakalaka. Oof. Yeah, everyone in the comments, get a new husband. Oof. Put him in the corner with the dunce cap on. Grounded. Grounded. Matt the Great says, the FDA also says bull milk isn't safe for human consumption. You see, the FDA doesn't know what they're talking about. Most nutrient-dense food on the planet, bull milk. How do you not, you know what I'm saying? Ridiculous. 
Okay, let's get into some email responses. Nonsense. Bull milk is so nutrient dense. Um, that's how Olivia got pregnant, in fact, from bull milk. But that's another story for another time. If you want to get on the email list, fam, it's time. It's that time of year. Go to makeemailswollegan.com. Again, it's makeemailswollegan.com and get my knowledge cock in your inbox if you're all stretched out from spam and promotions. Get rejuvenated today. Go to makeemailswollegan.com. I will make it feel like the first email you ever opened. Speaking of awesome responses, this is on the how to make progress email. That one was a great success. And Joseph uh, replied, hey, Papa, early in my journey, so still finding my groove, the way I've looked at it so far, I can do 12 reps, then I increase the weight. If I feel stuck on a weight, then I push for that extra rep. Then I know next time I'm going to do even more. Was amazed when I did 500 pounds on leg press, but since I was able to do 12, I guess I'm going up in weight next time. Indeed. I guess legs have to be strong to carry 375 pounds of fat around. I'm six weeks in now, and it's 340 pounds. Being 52 years old, I keep thinking there are no old fat fucks. Haven't joined the fam yet, but love the emails, and I listen to the Daily Swole religiously. I call it my, quote, good, my good brainwashing. <laughs> Thank you for what you do, and I'm sure I'll be joining soon. Still working out the numbers, uh, focusing my finances on real food and ordering the grass-fed beef right now. Good man. Elimination diet is the perfect way to look at food, and I don't think I'm going to be bringing any eliminated items back in for a while. I really enjoy what I'm eating and getting full on meat and not sweating calorie counting, and I don't even weigh myself all the time like I used to, and it's always a bonus when I do because of the progress I keep seeing. That is what's up. Oh, that's what's up. Good for you. I love it. Like I always talk about. There are many members of the Swole Fam. We have like the greater Swole Fam, the greater Swole Fam universe. A lot of people listen to the show and maybe aren't officially members for one reason or another, but that doesn't mean that you're not part of the Swole Fam and you can't respond to the emails and, you know, get all the benefits of being a part of the community because we're here every single day. So that's a great response. That's a great response. I like the good brainwashing. You're swole-pilled. You're reinforcing your habits. You're staying consistent with the daily swole and you're learning little bits of knowledge. A lot of people listen for years and yeah, we talk about the same topics over and over again, over time. But of course, as you learn more and as you have more perspective, a lot of times when you hear a question that you've heard maybe 50 times, you think about it a little bit differently because you're in a different place. So just because it's the same question, just because it's a similar topic doesn't mean that you don't have a different perspective on it. So important to recognize that. We got one more response. We'll get into some questions. So you can start dropping them in the comments if you have questions. Hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. From the same email, this email really popped. Wendy says, hi, Swole. Hello, Wendy. Um, let's see. Second star to the right, straight on till morning. Progressive training, pyramid training, all I've ever done. Recently faces the hard truth. My nutrition has been seriously not enough. My mood, energy, strength has been scary. It's been so bad. Last couple of days, I've made the necessary changes. I'll be in the gym in a couple of hours, back and shoulders, then abs, deadlift to start. Deadlifts to start. All right. Recently faced the hard truth. Nutrition has not been serious enough. Well, it's the seven pillars. If you're missing one of them, it's catastrophic. Some might be more catastrophic than others. Like if your nutrition goes to shit, yeah, you're going to have a lot more problems cascading from that. But recovery, if you're not getting quality sleep or repair, it's going to be catastrophic. If you're not consistent, then it's catastrophic. Mobility might be take a little bit longer, but if you don't practice mobility, high risk of injury, um, affecting your negatively affecting your recovery, 
And that can be catastrophic if you get an injury because you don't practice mobility enough. So they're all catastrophic in their own way. Uh, some might be a little bit more impactful long-term, like having a, a bad community. If you don't have a good environment, if you have a lot of garbage food around you or garbage people in your community, it's community and surroundings and environment. It's very similar. So this is something where if you're not paying attention to that, it's going to erode and it's going to, it's going to affect you being consistent. It's going to affect you making progress. It's going to affect you moving forward. So that all matters. It all matters. It all matters. Matt, the grade, the knowledge cock hits different every time. Because Dickens. Right, still swinging, still swinging it. Always swinging that purple. All right. So question time. Let me get rid of the sidebar. Excellent. So if you have questions, hashtag ask Papa Swolio. And let's see what we got here. I see in the comments, it's Papa Pavlov, Pavlov's dog. So I see Steffi says, I have self-trained to start working out when I hear Papa's voice. I work out and type responses between movements and sets. So you hear my voice all of a sudden, you're just like, just a compulsion you have to i heard i saw someone in the chat uh andrew says where do i find p3sh shirt on the site we should put a link on the main page but it's swolnormousx.com slash signature so slash signature so just type that in i sent out a swole text also but we probably should put a banner on the site it's all right maybe next time or maybe we'll do it later today but check it out swolnormousx.com slash signature slash signature maybe i can update yeah let's see today maybe i can update maybe i'll update that let me see if i can do that Oop. let me see if i can update that real quick let's see p3s8 is Today only. We got it? Boom. All right. P3SA today only. So enormousx.com slash signature. There you go. It's in the it's in the chat below. Solid question time. All right, ask Papa Solio. We got one from T Boner Caponer. Papa Solio, as a former Beachbody Insider, B-O-D-I. Oh, is that their new thing? Can you give your insights on what you think they did right and what you think they did wrong? I'm not too aware of what happened after I left. I, I could just tell you what I was exposed to. Um, when I was, when I first started doing, when I got involved via NASM for P90X, like originally we were, I was traveling the country working with gyms to set up classes and programs in their studio. So I would go to a gym that had group classes, right? Or did group training or wanted to do group training and would teach them the ins and outs, essentially just teach them the logic, the physiology, the program design, but structured around, you know, with NASM principles and technique and stuff and adjusting where, because there were things in P90X, if you remember the original, there were things in P90X where it's like, oh, that's not good form or that exercise is high risk and that's just not a good movement. So not everything in P90X was mechanically and, kinesiologic kinesiology kinesiologically <laughs> biomechanically sound so there are things that you could do to improve 
but it's a very, it was a very effective program. It really blew up as a really effective home workout program. It wasn't, you know, six minute abs. It wasn't like Jane Fonda's workout. It was like, Hey, pushups, pull-ups, lifting, pressing. So it was it exposed a lot of people to yoga, although a lot of people skipped the yoga DVD because it was way too long. So there's some structural things that wanted to address with that, but traveled the country and taught the gym owners and the personal trainers or the group exercise instructors how to implement the P90X program in their gym. You know, set up their gym, teach them how to do the program, all about the program and the design of it and how to implement that so you can go into the gym and do a P90X and do the P90X program and show up and execute in a group training atmosphere with personal trainers and stuff like that. So it was a cool idea. Um, and it, over time, when I was doing that for a few years, it just devolved. The company started moving it towards, it's very unfortunate, but it became, I don't know if they still do it. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's been years. Like this is like 10 years ago. So it devolved into turning it into just a group exercise class. So while I was doing it, they started shifting the approach for it's not the full program. They would come out with different rounds and it was literally to music. It was based on a beat and like rotation. It was like a timed workouts and it was essentially using the P90X branding, but it was like a group exercise class. And right when that changed, I'm like, I'm, this is this is fucking retarded. So I lost interest pretty quickly and continued doing it for a little bit and just phased out of it. So that's what happened. It just turned into a group. It just turned into a P90X class, which is not. So it was, they just kind of bastardized the program. And, you know, like I said, the program had its had its flaws. But the branding was amazing. So what I really think they should have done you know, they, they were doing everything online. I mean, it would have been cool at the time. I thought it was like better idea to create a P90X, use the brand and open up gyms. That was a, that's a different idea. Of course, much more investment and stuff like that. But you drive down the street, you see a big gym that says P90X. You go in there and it has all the stations. It's like literally designed for it where you can actually do the workouts. And they just started the program every, like every Monday, they, you know, they had a different class or cycle that started the program or that would have been cool. But no, essentially, that's what we were doing with gyms. That was the original idea. So anyway, hope that answers your question. But that's what I saw. And then, of course, the thing is, Beachbody, I don't know what they do now. I have no idea what they do now. But it was never a fitness company. It was always a marketing company that marketed fitness. So it was multi-level marketing. You had coaches selling supplements, and then they and they came, kept coming out with programs because you need to keep on creating things for people to buy. So again, quality and quantity. And it just, beca it's very, it just became very foofy training. It just, it just, yeah. It was cool when it had like a little bit more of like a hardcore association, but then it got it more into like soft stuff in my opinion. But that's what happens when you, that's what happens when you have to keep on creating things in order to fuel the downline multi-level, you know, what you have to sell your coaches and what your coaches, you have to keep on creating products. So if you don't have 
a solid vision or you, it just keeps on getting diluted over time. All right. We're done. We're done with that. But of course, a lot of people got results. And yeah, P90X was like literally training. It was literally training. I mean, you're lifting, just fucking pull it. That first, I was chest and back is like, it's it's kind of retarded. It's like max push-ups, max pull-ups, max push-ups like this, max pull-ups. By the second set, you're doing like three. It was brutal. But it worked. It was real hard exercise. So it exposed a lot of people to actually hard training for the first time, which is good. And it's one of the first things, if not the first thing at home that was actually legit. It wasn't, you know, step and turn and step and turn. It wasn't aerobics. It was like, get some dumbbells, get a pull-up bar. And so obviously it was popular for a reason. But this is back, what, 2003 or four or five when it came out? Nick, how long until you brand with Dr. Squatch soap. I'm waiting for a beefy scented and vinegary scented soap called the knowledge cock and ball bag soap bars. Oof. All right. Well, just understand that there's already constraints on supply chains and you know, we don't want to add more strain because obviously that shit would sell out instantly, but I'm open to it. I'm open to it. I'm open to it. Emily's Emily. I have a Beachbody membership. I'm looking forward to not renewing it. Yeah. T-Bone. They're all about that fat acceptance now. Ah, yep. Makes sense. Makes sense. Hard pass. Sean, have you looked into what Tony Horton is doing now? No, I haven't. I will say though that I've, you know, not, not to his new house, but I've been to his previous house a, a couple times. You know, we all went out to dinner a couple times and Spend a, spend a bunch of time with him. Cool guy. Never had any issues with him. Really, really, really nice guy. And uh, he was very welcoming. So always had a good, uh, a good time hanging out with Tony. So all positive things to say. I don't know what he's doing now. I saw something about hormones. I saw an ad on Facebook or something like that, but I'm not sure. Oof, Richard Simmons was the OG Tony Horton. I don't know. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know how Tony's going to feel about that association, but I guess it's a compliment just because of how popular Richard Simmons was. I mean, it was good. It was good in terms of exposing a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people, that was their first exposure to yoga. But the problem, again, problem with that program, one of the issues is that the, the yoga, the yoga DVD was 90 minutes long. I think it was yoga and abs or whatever, or the whole thing was yoga. All I remember is that it was just way too long. So most people, I shouldn't say most people, but many, many, many people would skip it or they would do like 30 minutes. Like they wouldn't do the, the yoga, the yoga DVD should have been 25 minutes. It should have been 25 minutes. If anything, split it into two and have two yoga one or yo- and yoga two or yoga A and yoga B. And then you can rotate that and do like a 25 minute class. Like that's why we have express classes. And that's why Swolga is shorter because a lot of people that are getting into yoga for the full time, first time, the length of the class, it's super challenging in its unique way. And just it's psychologically overloading like 90 minutes. Like they just, people just don't want to do it. Yeah. A lot of people skipped it which is a bummer because obviously we all know how important yoga is, but you know, some people did it and were like, wow, I forget if, I don't think, I don't think P90X yoga, that might've been, 
I'm trying to think if that was the first time I ever did yoga. It was P90X yoga. I forget. But I remember doing it. I remember doing it and then we we're doing like triangle pose or rotation or whatever. And I was looking up at my hand. And I remember, I remember looking up at my hand and the sweat was dripping from my hand. I remember like kind of like shaking, like just like, and looking at my hand, I remember sweat dripping from my fingertips onto hitting me like between the eyes, like Chinese water torture and thinking what in the actual fuck is happening? Like, whoa. I felt like, a the Nazi at the end of Indiana Jones three, when he drinks from the wrong cup and he goes, what is happening? <laughs> you know? And he like his face, he, cause he chose poorly. So face just sucked in Billy blanks. Jesus Christ. Tybo. What a fucking racket. What a racket. God damn. Okie dokie. All right, let's see here. Uh, T-Bone Capone. Let's see here. Wait, Steffi from the Telegram chat says, hey, Papa, what do you think about Jane Fonda and her influence on health and exercise style? I, I don't know anything. I, I know the name. I don't know anything about really what she did. But I think any, like back in the in the 80s when it was like aerobics, Better than nothing, right? It was cozy cardio. It's cozy cardio. <sighs> T-Bone Capone, Papa Soy, spending about an hour and a half in the car a day for my back and forth commute. Any suggestions for micro gains? You mean gains in the car? So I would make audio gains. I would listen to the man cast and stretch your ear holes out with that. Uh, also you can get, I don't know if you're in traffic because if you, if you're at a light, you can grab a Therabar and just kind of do that. You can tighten your seatbelt and kind of do like some glute squeeze, some isometrics. Maybe you can lift your leg up and kind of stretch your piriformis or do some sort of like stretching. You could also get one of those, uh, you know, forearms with the little circle with the holes and do like some forearm extens extensions and just kind of like open it. Like if you're at a light, you know, be careful when you're actually driving the car, but you could do some different stuff and. You could learn to educate yourself. Like I said, stretch out your ear holes. All right, let's see here. T-Bone, everyone lost weight in the 80s from the Coke. That's that's probably accurate. All right, let's go to Instagram. If we have some more live questions, hashtag AskPapaSwoyo. Abdullah Hamir, Abdullah Mir, 10101. So Mr. Binary code over here. Best exercise for arm day. There are none. Make sure your intensity is high. There is no best exercise for anything. Make sure your intensity is high. Make sure that you are overloading the muscles properly. I mean, there's certain movements like for biceps. I mean, for arms, you mean shoulders too. So a lateral raise is fantastic. Pick a form or pick one that you can stick to that you can progress. I like doing lateral raises with my chest on a high incline bench. So it's like an 80 degree bench. I'm leaning into it so I can isolate um, the lateral movement and plus that little forward angle really is going to hit the middle deltoid better shoulder, like overhead presses are great for the middle deltoid and the anterior preacher curls. I would do, I mean, when I do biceps, I just, I do a preacher curl and a hammer curl some sort. Sometimes I do the hammer curl on a preacher bench. Sometimes I just do hammer with dumbbells with my elbows supported behind me. So 
I usually just do some sort of a preacher curl and a hammer curl, a variation. That's what I usually do. And for triceps, I'll do something for the long head. So I'll do long rope tricep extensions with my arms, probably about 30, 45 degrees out to the side. So you hit the long head a little bit more. And then I'll do either a JM press, some sort of like a close grip press, but a JM press. But sometimes my elbow kind of feels a little weird when I do on the smith. It just feels kind of a, a weird. So sometimes I'll do like a different tricep machine I have or an overhead tricep extension. You could use either a rope. I have an overhead tricep machine that I use too. So that will isolate a little bit more the uh, short end middle head of the triceps. But it's really about getting those reps to failure. So I'll do five to 10 reps to failure or five to eight reps to failure and one or two working sets. So for biceps, when I do biceps, sometimes I'll do it after back day. Sometimes I'll do a shoulder and biceps or shoulder and triceps. Lately, I've been playing around doing four sets of triceps after a chest day. So I'll do my five or six sets of chest and I'll do my four sets of triceps. So two sets to failure of two exercises, one that hits a long head a little bit more and one that isolates the middle and short head a little bit more. All right, good question. Good question. Let's see here. Let's get one or two more. Uh, Gil or Guile, like from Street Fighter 2. Oh, you can. We'll call you Guile. DT95 underscore. Hmm. Ixnay on the underscore, say. Or Ue. I forget my pig Latin. Pa- fat acceptance Latin. Is that what we call it now? Papa Swolio, how can I get as big as you are? You could have my parents. You could have my work ethic. You can lift heavy and eat well and constantly be ameliorating and learning and adjusting for over 20 years. That will help. Best wishes. Uh, Focus on getting as big as you can be, not as big as I am, because I'm not even going to get as big as other people. So I could easily be like, how do I get as big as Chris Bumstead or something? Well, I'm not going to take the amount of sauce he takes. You know, I'm not interested in doing that to my body. So there's that. It's an interesting question. Andrew Parry, Papa Solio, when you head out to your gym at home, what animal slash reptile are you most worried about finding under or on your equipment? Most worried. Well, I'll tell you what I've seen or what is out there. Uh, Snake spiders and iguanas. Not worried about the iguanas. Not a fan of the spiders. I haven't seen spiders in a while. There's little tiny ones in the canopy and stuff. When we were first moving some of the equipment in there and like some of the grass was moving, the dirt was moving. A couple of them were kind of, you know, the kind of spiders like, yeah, I don't like small spider. I don't mind. But like, these were a couple, we saw a couple spiders that were like, you know, there's spiders and then there's spiders and a couple of, we, we saw a couple of spiders. I killed them though. So I felt better about that. Uh, snakes. I've only seen one walk out there and all of a sudden a snake. Oh, oh shit. But the good thing about these snakes is like the one that I do see sometimes in the yard they're not poisonous. And the good news about anything that you find in nature out there, if you wake it up or if you, if it notices you and its first reaction is to get the fuck away from you as fast as possible, I'm fine with that. So if there's a snake and, like, and it slithers away right away, we good fam. We good. You're out here too. I get you snake. But as long as you're going the other direction as fast as possible, we're, we're good. So I would say spi- I would say big spiders, but I don't I never think about like, oh, I might see a big spider because I haven't. But if I did, oh, actually, ooh, nope, that's not true. Nope, that's not true. I think I blocked it out because I have trauma. When we we're first setting up the uh, when I was first setting up, I didn't have all the side pieces on the tents yet. 
I was walking around cleaning stuff at night and I almost walked into a web. I haven't seen, I've never seen before or since a spider of this size on the property to the point where like I walked in, I walked back out and I walked back out to like, maybe like kill it. And I was like, ah, oh, and it gave me like chills. It was fucking, it was huge. It was gigantic. It's the biggest spider that I've seen down here in Florida. There are bigger ones, but that I've seen on the property. Cause you know, it's more of a developed area. You're not going to get as much of that, but oh yeah, it was big. So I'm not a fan of using like toxic chemicals and stuff like that, but I literally, I literally emptied an entire can of like spider, like that explosive shooting, like raid that we had. I had to dig it out. I like, I think we have something somewhere. And I just literally, it was on the ground and I just, it was a steady stream. Like I just, it was like a puddle and I was like fizzing. It was just a, puddle I just buried it I absolutely bodied that thing an entire can I just held I just stood there and just held it that was it so anyway oh there's iguanas all the time tainty man will run out and just open the door and he'll sprint and the iguanas run up the tree he's fucked up a squirrel he's caught a squirrel and he fucked it up we talked about that before, though. He fucked up the squirrel. So they run when they see him. Let's see. Uh, Tony Toner, Papa Soli, do you do mobility and or yoga every day? Uh, I do some mobility. I do like micro mobility. So a lot of times I'm lifting, but I'll do, you know, some stuff. I'll get into a deep squat or I'll bend back. So I'll, I'll do certain, you know, stretching or mobility kind of like throughout the day but I don't do like necessarily targeted yoga. I don't necessarily do a yoga class every day. So today, if I'm lifting, I'm not sure what today has in store. If I'm going to do some like lifting or if I'm just going to do some, like some accessories like calves and abs and then do some mobility. So it might be today might be one of those days. So it depends, but I would always do for like upper body. I'll do some club work, maybe some dead hangs and just warming up. Cause remember when I'm doing intense weightlifting, it's for me, it's more about like activating the muscles so I can produce the most force, train as hard as I can and reduce the risk of injury as much as possible. So I'm not trying to exhaust myself. I'm just preparing myself for that. So in between, you know, sauna, cold today might be a recovery from heavy, intense training, but I doubt it. I'm not sure. Maybe today will be, maybe today will be some back or, or maybe it might be lower body mobility. So it might be that. Yeah, I want to get some chickens and have them just like walk around the walk around the the gym and just peck in there and eat all the bugs and spiders. Let's see. Uh T-Bone with Halloween coming up, what are some good treats I can give to the kids that won't make them diabetic? Uh, we always would just give them little individual. We get them online in Amazon. They have these little like grass-fed beef jerky sticks like individual or like it comes in a bag, like little snacks. We'll hand those out and little individual packets of organic dried mango. So that's what we give out. I mean, you can be, you can dried fruit. It has a lot of sugar, but eating some dried mango is definitely better than candy. All right. One more, one more, and then we'll do a, a video or two. Let's see. Jeremy Papa Swilio, morning, Papa. Good day to you, sir. Headed out of town for the week and planned to bring creatine along. Got me thinking if I didn't take creatine for a week, would I have 
would it have left my system or is it not a big deal? Well, you, it's, you're going to have creatine in your system from like the foods that you eat. But what it just does is tops off your body's storable form of creatine. So you don't have to load creatine. You take it, you could take it every day and it'd be fine. You don't have to cycle it or load it or take any fancy kind of creatine as long as it doesn't bother your stomach or anything. So like it will decrease in your system, but I, I couldn't tell you like in a week, it's all gone. But I mean, if you miss a day, sometimes I'll forget to take it. I'm like, oh, I forgot to take it. It's not like your gains disappear. So, but creatine is good for brain health. It's just good for your body, period. So it doesn't really leave your system. Your, your, your body has it from like the food that you eat and your body will just, it just won't have it as much as you'll get from, from uh, supplementation. Leslie says they will roost and poop in your equipment. Well, that's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. All right, forget the whole, forget the whole chicken thing. I'm over it. All right, balls deep time. That's deep. All right, forget it. Forget it. You're gonna poop in my equipment. You're gonna poop in my equipment. Not a chance. I'm you, Not people. a chance. What do you mean, you people? You chickens. All right. I would love to have some, some, some cocks running around though. All right. Signature series is available. Go to swarmsex.com slash signature to pick it up today. It's available for 24 hours. It ends in 12 hours, 12 hours left. Swarmsex.com slash signature. Check it out. All right. Let's get into a video. What do we got? Let's see what we got. We, what we got for him, fam. We got to take a moment, hit the thumbs up button if you haven't. Share the stream. And of course, uh, make sure you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. How many of you listen to the show? I guess you're watching live. But if you listen, even if you watch live and you have an app that you listen to for podcasts, go and leave us a review and, you know, give us some love over there. If you can, I think on Apple Podcast, you can write a review. I'm surprised Spotify doesn't allow you to write a review, but... Leave us a five-star review if you enjoy the show. Oh, we, we have a story. We have a story today. I forgot about this. Uh, this was shocking. I didn't read through this whole thing. We can check it out a little bit, but I saw COVID in the title and I saw vaginal bleeding and I'm like, well, I'm in. Sold. So let's check it out. It says COVID vaccines, this is from Daily Mail, COVID vaccines do cause unexpected vaginal bleeding in women. Jesus Christ. Wow. Even if they haven't had their period in years, study finds. Well, that's good news. So even if you're post-menopausal and you're just bleeding out your vagina. Eh, glad I got the vax. Uh, risk of bleeding in older women increased two to three times after getting the COVID shot. Changes in menstruation have been a documented side effect. Uh, but of course, right in the title, the subtext is like, it does not appear to cause any actual health harms despite lots of misinformation. Now, fam, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Uh, if you're post-menopausal, or let's say, you know, whatever, maybe you're not. And you take a and you get the vaccine, experimental gene therapy. And when it's not your period, you start bleeding out your vagina. Like if I just started bleeding out my asshole, but it doesn't appear to cause any actual health harms. Aside from bleeding out your vagina, aside from bleeding out an orifice in your body, it's like if you take this pill, your eyes might start bleeding. But I mean, it doesn't appear to cause any actual health harms. Oh shit, my asshole is bleeding. <laughs> wow. It's okay. There's a lot of misinformation, but it's fine. 
Just saying. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, the Pfizer, Moderna, and AstraZeneca COVID uh, therapies, gonna change that term from vaccines to therapies, uh, cause unexpected vaginal bleeding in older women and women on birth control. While changes in bleeding in periods in menstruating women post-shot have been known for years, few studies have looked at the impact on women who don't normally menstruate, such as the elderly and those on birth control. Well, that's fucking whack. Uh, a new study that looked at data from more than 20,000 women found the risk of vaginal bleeding increased two to three times in the four weeks after vaccination compared to before the shot. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. In women entering menopause and premenopausal women, the risk was three to five times higher. 98% of the women included reported receiving their vaccines in January of 2021, meaning they had received the original COVID vaccine as opposed to any updated booster shots. Wow. So women that are postmenopausal are now premenopausal now. Additionally, in Norway, where the data was collected from, uh, COVID vaccines included those manufactured by Moderna, Pfizer, BioNTech, and AstraZeneca. When the vaccines were first rolled out, tens of thousands of women complained about late or unusually heavy periods. We've had a lot of people talk about miscarriages. We've, remember we were talking about that? And then, oh, it's conspiracy theory. Oh, stop it. It's not the vaccine. Remember we were like talking about that for like what the past couple of years. This is like a known thing that people were dealing with. And all of a sudden now, oh yeah, you did bleed out your pussy. Yeah, that did cause that. Ah, uh, well, we'll just go back and retrospect. We'll just go back and edit those articles. Yeah. I mean, but we didn't know at the time. We didn't know at the time. We just banned people for, from saying it, but we didn't know at the time. Before formal research was conducted, eh, that's great. Before we actually fucking did any research on this stuff, anti-vaxxers, anti-vaxxers, anti-vaxxers. God, these fucking articles are so sinister. Before formal research was conducted, a.k.a. people taking it and just bleeding out their pussy, anti-vaxxers, a.k.a. people that were skeptical from taking something experimental that didn't have long-term studies and data. But we're just going to lump them into people that just... It's, Pretty sick. Uh, latched onto the reports and used them to infuse fear in Americans that the vaccines cause infertility. Uh, it has in many people. A lot of people have had issues with pregnancies and um, a lot of people. A lot of people. Um, however, research later showed that while menstrual changes do occur following, <laughs> following vaccination, they are minor, temporary, and do not impact fertility. Now, let me... Just clear. Look, just listen to those words. However, research later released showed that while menstrual changes do occur following vaccination. So while you might bleed out of your pussy, you haven't bled in 20 years while your vagina might just start bleeding. Oh, you're on birth control. You might just start bleeding out of your pussy for no reason because you're not supposed like you're not going to on a on a most people don't on birth control. Because you might just be bleeding out your orifice, your genitals might just start bleeding. They're minor, temporary, and do not impact fertility. How the fuck do they know that? They don't. They do not know that. And the reason why they can get away saying this is because there's so many variables with fertility. There's so many variables. It's really hard to pinpoint, well, I can't have a child. Well, it's because of that. Well, that's not necessarily, right? Plausible deniability. Experts are not in like, how are you? How do you write these articles and sleep at night? 
I mean, a lot of like Daily Mail is probably like, you know, AI and stuff like that, because a lot of spelling errors. I think a lot of times these articles and stuff, they just write them with their eyes closed. There's so many spelling errors. And uh, but check this out. Experts are not entirely sure why changes in menstruation occur. Yeah, they don't know. Experts, huh? But some believe the vaccine causes some of the body's tissue to become inflamed causing changes to the lining of the uterus and hormone levels throughout the body. But the, this, why, but this wouldn't cause any impact on fertility. It's not like the lining of the uterus is important. It's not like hormone levels are important. It's not like tissue inflammation and systemic inflammation is important. Uh, like, I, I can't, I don't want to keep, I, it just pisses me off. I, I can't read that anymore. I'm just going to, I'm just going to lose my shit. Well, I mean, it just causes changes to the lining of the uterus and hormone levels and causes the fucking uterus to be inflamed, but it's not going to cause any fertility problems. Oh yeah. Well, you also said that the vaccine actually stopped going like, and people were like, nope, it's not going to, you can't implement a vaccine in the middle of a pandemic. Ah, it's going to force mutations. And guess what? When you got vaccinated, you got COVID soon after. I know like five or 10 people that didn't have COVID or didn't have symptoms or whatever. They got vaccinated and boom, they got sick. And yeah, shocker, it compromised your immune system. And it gives, it gives them the virus. Give it to me. You know what? We're trying to stop this global pandemic. Let me inject the, the detrimental. Let me inject the spike protein into my body so it can cause my autoimmune, my immune system to be at a heightened state and compromised all the time. Let's, let's do that. Let's do that. I don't need my, I don't need my heart to function. Uh, let's see, Matt, does the article mention the effects of sh the shot on men's periods? Does it, I, it does not, it does not do that. I don't work with the males because I used to be one. Does not do that. Uh, Lindsay, I got the vaccine was labeled an anti-vaxxer because I didn't get boosters and understood why people didn't get it. Uh, that anti-vaxxer term is loose these days. Same thing with conspiracy theorists. Conspiracy theorists is really just like, oh, you think for yourself and you have opinions that are likely correct. You're a conspiracy theorist. It's a it's a write-off term that you can just try to discredit someone by saying it, but I, I hope that people are really paying attention and waking up a little bit. All right, let's, uh, hmm. you know, everyone that has like the vaccine, like they get COVID like three or four times. Mama Swolio tested positive because those PCR tests are dog shit. She like, she couldn't smell or like, was it taste or something like that? Or small taste is 80% smell. It was like two days or something like that. I was, we were in the apartment. I was working and doing stuff and lifting and things like that. And I was fine. You take care of yourself, get sun, eat real food and shit like that. And probably not going to have problems. Okay. So anyway, and all the research quote unquote about like long COVID being like bullshit that's coming out now. It's like, ah, oh, you don't say, you don't say people that are unhealthy before are still unhealthy after. Oh, anyway, let's move on. So let's do a video. Let's see one. Ew. Oh, Jesus. Should we do the one? Like, I know you, should we do the, I know you hate her. Oh, <gasps> 
Pumpkin Man's back? Pumpkin Face. It's Pumpkin Face. Fam, what an episode. Pumpkin Face has returned. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Pumpkin Face has returned. Fam, let's do it. Which one should we do? Should we do the one from yesterday where it was like, you hate her face? Like, I know you hate her, but it's good. Okay, so let's do that one. Everyone's like, yeah, do that one. All right. So uh, you could drop in the comments one, two, or three. Pick a number one, two, or three. There's four. We're not going to do all of them, but I'll do this one first. All right. So this one is, I know you hate her, but it's good. Okay. That's what's titled. What's in the box? And I do. Today, I ah. hate how I look. I hate how my clothes fit on me. I hate how my clothes look. And that's okay. Based. We don't have to love our bodies every day or even at all Eek. in order to enjoy life. You don't have to love your body at all to enjoy life. So... Cope, 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 cope. Okay. No um... medication except my fucking antidepressants. Continue. So much of our culture revolves around bodies and appearances. But in reality, it doesn't matter what we look like or if we like how we look on a day to day. You're saying these you're saying these things. I don't under, I don't think you know what you you're saying. Using the I don't think it means what you think it means. It doesn't matter what we look like or if we like how we look on day to day. Let's all be honest. Even if you have muscle like I'll look sometimes I'll look in the mirror and I don't like how I look. And it's not body dysmorphia. It's just like, you know, I train, I lift. I'm like, sometimes like, ah, I'm a little flat. I'm loose. It's just how you as assess from like a bodybuilding standpoint, a fitness standpoint. There's sometimes I'm just, you're not in a good mood. You look at yourself in the mirror. You've all had that. You have like a couple pimples or you have like bad, you know, you got to look a little puffy in the face. You're like, oh, you're not a, not a fan of what you see. All right. You just keep on moving and you go forward. All right. So again, you have to get out of your feelings and start executing. Take, take action. It doesn't matter what we look like. I, I look, I disagree. I disagree because if you say it doesn't matter what we look like, then you're justifying terrible habits just because you're a whale. You're morbidly obese. It does matter if you're morbidly obese because the way you look, come on, you're not, you cannot be morbidly obese and healthy. Can you be a little soft and not currently have diabetes or heart disease? Yeah. So it's like, well, just because you're fat doesn't mean you're unhealthy. It doesn't mean you're healthy either. You can't be fat and healthy. That's a major concern. That's a major warning sign that, hey, your habits suck. This is leading down a path. Just because you have a couple extra percent of body fat or extra pounds of body fat, again, it does not mean that you're going to die tomorrow. Oh my God, you have diabetes. That's not what anyone says. It's just not a, it's not a good sign of how you take care of yourself. It's, it's a sign. Of, it shows your habits. It, it does. You might be in the process of improving. Okay but it literally shows like the sum of what you've done throughout your life. Some people are fat and they're in the process of losing fat and improving themselves. That's fine. But you didn't get that way by accident. Okay. Continue. Our bodies are just fat. Our bodies. We just. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. This is good. This is good. I, I, I do not like this. I, uh, you're my God. You're my God. God damn it. I don't know what it is about your face. But I want to deliver one of these right in your suck hole. Is there anything I can do to work on that? No, so you not wouldn't... really. It's your face. <sighs> okay. <sighs> All right. <sighs> fat. Our bodies. We just exist within them. Again. They're just fat. Hold on. We look on a day to day. Mm. Our bodies are just fat. 
What? Our bodies. We just exist within them. They're just a vessel for us to experience life. And some vessels are the Titanic. They're just a vessel for us to experience life. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. They aren't our life. It is not our life's purpose to be beautiful enough, to be thin enough, Keep to saying be it. flattering. To be thin enough, again, you're trying to justify your terrible habits. It's not working. I know what you're trying to do. We all do. It's like, it's not my goal in life. It's not everything to be thin. It's not, uh, it's not, the goal shouldn't be to be fat as fuck either. Okay. I disagree with everything she says, of course. So stop fixating on that pimple, on how your body squishes or protrudes. Okay. None of that matters. On our bad days, we have got to stop fighting with our bodies. Does a pimple, is a pimple the same as being like 40% body fat? Of course not. I get pimples now and again. It's just a product of being a human being and having bacteria and stress or sleep or irritations or whatever, right? Like, you know, people might say on videos, because sometimes the camera smooths things out or this that, and the other, like, I'll get a pimple, I'll get an ingrown hair, I'll get a bump where I'll have like, it just happens. You're rubbing things, you're touching things, you're sweating, like, okay, no one's skin is like perfect, 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 perfect. But I'm also not getting like chronic acne from like, and skin like lesions and psoriasis from like my liver, like ex just exuding toxins into my dermis. So it's like, there's things you can prevent. Like I said, even if you take care of yourself, you eat healthy, like you're going to have days where you're like, nah, I feel like shit or I feel soft or I have low energy. Like just take action anyway. Let's just keep going. This is just, you know, it's okay to be a huge puss. It's okay to give up. It's okay to be fat. It's not. It's not, you can say that to yourself, but you're still going to have these, this low self-esteem if you keep being unhealthy and trying to justify it. Let's spend that energy focusing on what really matters. Like what? We don't have to hide. Even on you our can't. bad body image days, we're you still hide. us. You ain't going to hide. How are you going to hide? How are you going to hide? Where are you going to go? Where are you going to hide? Where are you going to hide? What? Let's focus on that, that energy of focusing on what really matters. Like what? We don't have to hide. Okay. Even on our bad body image days, we're still us. Like that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. We're still us. We, we, you're you. My mind's blown. We have to stop fighting with our bodies. Uh, <laughs> stop fighting. Uh. Crucifixion is good. Out of the door, line on the left, one cross each. Uh. All right. So again, here's the thing, right? I'm the meanie head. I'm the bully. I'm the harassing one. That would be the claim because I strongly disagree with this kind of pussification. Okay. Now here's the thing. You can say something like this. And if you look at the text, a lot of it is like, oh, that makes sense. Like, yeah, you shouldn't overfocus on this. There's more to life. You are you as a major. I get that. But just because that might be true doesn't mean that you should just let everything go to shit. It doesn't justify what you're doing. 
I know what you're doing. You're leveraging this like kindness and accepting and self-love, but you don't love yourself. If you did, you would take steps and you would actually improve. And you wouldn't be talking like this if you loved yourself. That's the problem. And a lot of victims do this. This whole body positivity, fat acceptance, they all do this. They all do this. That's what happens. That's how it works. It's this veil of love and compassion and acceptance unless you disagree and then you're a bully, then you're the bad person, then you're the transphobe, the fat phobe, you're the, you're the ableist, you're the white supremacist, you're the capitalist, you're the you know, insert slur or derogatory term or the way it's trying to leverage because capitalism is not a derogatory term, but you get the point. Okay. All right. So septum piercing ain't helping. Uh, just, just my opinion. We got another septum piercing. I don't even know which way we go, but we don't really have time for one. Ugh. Oh, what in the fuck is that? We got three videos. Do you guys want, do you want pumpkin face? What do we want here? What do we want? Do we want, how about this? Just drop it. Why don't you drop the, I'm, I'm in between. Yeah, let's do one more video. I'll give you the titles. We have body positivity with pumpkin man. We have fat Olympians. <laughs> I, I don't know what that's going to be. And then we have what gender are you? So in order, right? One, two, or three. What do you want? Body positivity with pumpkin face. We have fat Olympians. And we have what gender are you? Oof. Oof. Fat Olympians. Pumpkin face. I see a bunch of pumpkins. It is Halloween season. Pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin. All right. We got more. We, we'll have more tomorrow. We'll get the other ones tomorrow. Let's do, uh, let's do pumpkin face. Let's do pumpkin face. And this is pumpkin. This is pumpkin face. This is pumpkin. Man. It is not my place as pumpkin a smaller bodied white man to comment on it what's in the box all right uh pumpkin man body positivity is for burn victims and amputees not for lazy overweight snowflakes with no drive or self-respect dead on now you might think oh my god he went super based and he does look a little bit puffy he gained a little bit of fasky um so this says in parentheses a quote from my comment section body positivity is for burn victims and amputees straight fact straight Absolute fact. Um, not for lazy, overweight snowflakes and no driver self-respect. Absolute, like that's end of the video. Nailed it. Absolute fucking nailed I it. it a, a tan. A nailed tan. it. A fucking tan. 100,000%. He's looking a little rough, right? Getting more pumpkin-y, right? Looks a little bit like inflamed there. Just saying. Take care of yourself. Go do some cozy cardio. Body positivity is for uh, burn victims and amputees, not for lazy, overweight snowflakes his voice sounds with no different. drive or self-respect. Ooh, sorry, but thin white gym bros didn't come up with and don't get to redefine body positivity. Ah, uh, thin white gym bros didn't come up with and don't get to redefine body positivity. Now, let's think about this. If we're talking about the Marxists and communists and leftists like this guy, soy boys male feminist who's doing the redefining who's trying to redefine what a woman is who's trying to redefine what uh what recession is who's trying to do who's trying to 
who's trying to memory hole all the definitions? Who's doing that? Who's trying to redefine what gender means and like sex? Who's trying to do all the, the redefining? Again, the left is just full of hypocrites. They will blame you for what they do. That's what the left does. That's what they've always done. And that's what they will continue to do. Let's keep going. Doesn't matter because I'm right. Just and, because- I, and I'm let's go back to that for a second. I saw a comment and that's absolutely right. Um, Leslie says, why does he go to be racist? Notice. Notice how the comment said, body positivity is for burn victims and amputees, not for lazy overweight snowflakes with no drive or self-respect. Said nothing about Asians, Hispanics, black, right? And then his response is like, oh, sorry, but thin white gym bros didn't come up. (laughs) What does the skin color have to do with anything here? Exactly. 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 The racism is strong with these people. Right. When they blame you for being a racist, it's because they're racist. They're racists. Why do you why are you having segregation? Look at what the actions are right at these colleges. You have like meetings for black only whites not allowed like that's segregation. That's that's racism. When you're hiring based on race, that's racism. Straight up. Okay, it's this is. Too obvious and too easy, but let's continue. Oh, sorry, but thin white gym bros didn't come up with and don't get to redefine body positivity. Doesn't matter because I'm right. Just because you have enough cultural capital and privilege to appropriate movements that aren't yours. Cultural cultural capital. Holy shit. (laughs) Cultural capital. Uh, But my capitalism. Cultural capital. Cultural capital. Cultural capital. Yeah, Matt the Great, Kamala Harris was a diversity hire. Yeah, and we see how that works out. At least she's taking care of the border, though. Yeah. Come on, man. Okay. Build that wall. Here we go. Not get called on it, or God forbid, get praised for it, doesn't mean that you should or that you're right. All I'm saying is that body positivity is for people who didn't make their bodies that way due to their own irresponsibility. Okay, so this guy, Chody McChoderson, is trying to make it seem like, yeah, well, all I'm saying, I guess he's, let's just say he's trying to be me. He's trying to be someone that's like speaking straight facts that uh, is not trying to tiptoe over the reality of the situation. So if you're listening, he's going back and forth between like, this is what the comment person says. All I'm saying is that body positivity is for people who didn't make their bodies that way due to their own irresponsibility. Can anyone point out the lie? Yeah, the body positivity should be for people that did not choose these attributes. You're born with three limbs. Yeah. What are you going to do? Jump off a bridge? You got to move forward. So you need to you need to move forward things that you did not choose. Super based. In other words, you shoot yourself in the foot and then you're like, oh, but my foot. It's like, well, don't shoot yourself in the foot. Oh my God, but I'm beautiful the way I am. You're, you're, like you made yourself that way. Why do you, no, I'm not going to pat you on the back for being a fat, lazy fuck. So you're saying that individuals and bodies that don't meet the way that you think people should look. Wrong. It's such a fucking grift. This guy is such a dumbass. So you're saying that individuals and bodies that don't meet the way that you think people should look. No, 
That's not, not at all what the comment that even he stated said. Don't meet the way that you think they should look. No, we're talking about people that have traits and issues and situations that are of no fault of their own. They didn't put themselves in that situation. Like if you do cliff diving and you end up getting injured and paralyzed, no one's going to be like pointing and laughing, but it's kind of par for the course, right? It's a very high risk activity. Are you shocked that you got an injury? It's tragic, but at the same time, it's not as tragic as someone like a family driving home uh, from a movie at night and a drunk driver hits them and, you know, kills like the child. Like that's, you know, it's a lot different. Like you're undertaking that risk. If you're just driving home from a family outing and something happens, that is a real tragedy. If you're in those fucking squirrel suits and you're jumping off cliffs and you die, like the death percentage is like 50%. Like you're high, high chance of dying. No one's like clapping for it, but it's kind of like, what do you expect? Don't jump off cliffs in a squirrel suit if you don't want to die or if you want to re dramatically reduce your risk of death. Okay. Shouldn't get to show up in Let's, society. Okay. You think is the don't meet responsibility. So you're saying that individuals and bodies that don't meet the way that you think people should look shouldn't get to show up in society without criticism unless it's not their fault that they look that way? Yes, I am. Cool, so you're still wrong. We know from decades of research that maintained weight loss is impossible for nearly everyone. Matt Damon. <laughs> we know from decades of research that actually not being a fat ass is impossible for nearly everyone. Guess what? Because most people don't know how to be healthy. They're not taught this and they're fed poison and they're encouraged to eat poison and not eat meat and eat fucking Soylent Green and bread and fucking vegetable oils and seed oils and stay inside instead of going outside. Oh, it's the COVID. It's the COVID McCovertson. The boogeyman's coming. Stay inside. Don't get vitamin D. Don't get quality sleep. Drink alcohol though. Watch Netflix more and Disney Plus. Shut the fuck up. And even if that weren't the case, no one should be punished for showing up in society as they are. Who's being punished? Like nature's going to punish you because you're sick. Who's being punished? Who that, who is, who, what fat person is being punished? Can someone tell me what fat person is being punished? In fact, they're being lauded. They're being applauded. They're being promoted. They're on the cover of magazines. Quite the opposite. Again, hypocrisy. It's hypocrisy. It's bullshit. And then if I come out and I say, well, you're not taking care of your health. You're bad. Oh, Papa Swolio, bullying and harassment. If you can't criticize someone, they're the ones in power. All right. So it's nonsense. They're not being punished. They're being celebrated everywhere. So fuck all the way off. Everyone should have that right to show up without being discriminated against. What are you talking about? To show up where? To show up where? For an audition to get into Juilliard? Like, what are we talking about here? To be a ballerina at 350 pounds? Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? But it's not about how you look to people that's shallow. It's about health. But it isn't about health, is it? Because it is. you don't know anything about the habits or illnesses or causes of illness of the fat people you harass on the internet. Maybe he is actually talking about me. Um, okay. It's really hard to calmly read these idiotic statements, but I feel like I have to, I have to give them the same attention, you know, that 
I know it's like arguing with like a third grader that just got off the short bus, but you know, we're going to finish it and we'll move on because you don't know anything about the habits or illnesses or causes of illness of the fat people you harass on the internet. <clears throat> so chicken or the egg, if someone has a major illness, like this is not about them. If they have a major illness that they were born with since they were like a baby, a lot of illnesses, chicken, like what caused it? Oh, you have diabetes, like type two diabetes. That's you ain't born with that champ. You're changing the argument. We're talking about people that are absolutely in control of this, that are, this is the cause of what, of what they've done. You don't know anything about the habits or illnesses. Pretty much do. Notice a lot of people will say like, well, I have a condition. I have a condition. They don't say what it is. Yeah. I'm not saying that they have to, it's medical, it's personal, but they just say it. Of course you have a thyroid problem. You suck down kale or chemical trash for 30 years and you wonder why your organs don't function. You don't know about the habits of the morbidly obese people. I can take a fucking guess. I can take a stab in the dark. It's like playing Russian roulette with four in the chamber. Not, it's not a hard one. And even if you did, illness is not a legitimate or justified basis for discrimination. I've never discriminated someone based on an illness. That's pretty fucked up. But I, what I will say is pretending like the illness isn't a result, certain illnesses that aren't a result from your habits, hiding behind the illness as a shield. People do it with depression. People do it with ADHD. People do it with oh, time blindness. People do it with like, you know, insomnia. It's like they have terrible habits and wonder why they can't go to sleep. They have terrible habits. They wonder why they're morbidly obese. They have terrible habits and they wonder why they have organ failure. That's it. That's it. No one is discriminating. You have an illness. How dare you have cancer? But ca cancer is like 80 or 90% environmental. It's like how, what you subject yourself to. Certain people with genetics might be more predisposed, but most of it is what you expose your body to. Constant radiation, Wi-Fi, pollution, garbage food, smoking, drinking alcohol, right? Okay. So stop. Just stop. No. You are causing so much harm. Stop. Nowhere near the harm that I experienced from watching this video. Did someone say he's got a girlfriend? I mean, is her name Aunt Peg? Because he definitely, if he has a, if someone said he has a girlfriend, he's definitely getting railed. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, there's that. Uh, <laughs> there's that. Uh, what we got here? Okay. So I'll take the tea without the covert diabetes delivery mechanism, please. <laughs> yeah, and that's none. Look, nothing wrong with not being straight, you know, my opinion, but yeah. We call that hetero no. Okie dokie. Yikes. 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 That was a juicy one. I feel like it was, you know, it's funny. It's like, I feel like that was a good impersonation of me. If that was me, it's like, yeah. I mean, like everything he was saying in the blue shirt, I have a shirt that looks like that too. 
Um, listen to the things that his, you know, the meanie person said. Body positivity is for burn victims and amputees, not for lazy, overweight snowflakes with no driver's self-respect. Check. Uh, next one. All I'm saying is that body positivity is for people who didn't make their bodies that way do their own irresponsibility. Check, check. Uh, let's see. Uh, scroll. Is there anything else? But it's not about how you look to people. That's shallow. It's about health. It is about health because how you look to people oftentimes will relate directly to you being healthy. Can you be thin and have cancer? Of course. If you're on chemo and stuff, you lose weight and you'll be thinner. Um, but it's like, just because you're th like, just because you're slender doesn't mean you're healthy. So there's the argument, right? If you're thin, look, you have low muscle mass. That's not healthy either. So if you're, I don't know, skinnier, that doesn't mean you're healthy. But just because being skinnier doesn't mean that you're healthy doesn't mean that if you're fat, you're <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're healthy. Like you can, both can be true. Like you can be skinny and not necessarily healthy and you can be fat and not healthy. That's not a good sign. When I say fat, I mean like you're fat. That's not healthy. That's a sign that you have terrible habits. Okay. So being fat's not healthy, but being skinny isn't necessarily healthy. So using that argument isn't proving your point. It's just saying like, yeah, that's what shocker. Shocker. Square's not a circle. God, I fucking didn't think about that. That's right. The shapes thing. The shapes thing. This guy plays that game like with the kids at the doctor's office. Like, put the square in the square. What the fuck you want in there? He pushes the little abacus beads around the up and down. All right. That guy definitely does cozy cardio. And we talk about racism and stuff. Like we've been using that soundboard for a long time. Like he's always been a racist. I mean, who says, who, who says shit like this? It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. It's not my place as a smaller bodied white man. Who says shit like that? Who, who, who says that? Well, he says that. Hmm. All right, fam, uh, let's wrap this up. We will get a throwback post. Um, let's give away the swole card. Reminder that right now, P3S8 is available. Round of applause for P3S the Ocho. SwoleNormousX.com slash Signatura. Uh, you can pick it up for today. There's 12 more hours. And also, of course, if you are watching on the Daily Swole channel on Rumble, um, definitely go and check that out. And also, because uh, if you don't want to use YouTube, also for members, you can watch inside the Daily Soul Telegram chat, but YouTube and Rumble, best places to watch. So choose one accordingly. But if you have Rumble too, make sure you go subscribe to the Daily Soul channel over there as well. I don't talk about it a lot, but I have been talking about it a little bit more lately. Um, so subscribe over there. It's been streaming there every day for a long time. Just, you know, having it over there as well. I know a lot of you watch on YouTube. That's fine. But Make sure you subscribe over there too in case anything happens here on YouTube, hint, hint. Anyway, so that being said, signature series, swolenormousx.com slash signature. Now let's give away the swole card and then we will, uh, what are we doing? Then we'll get into uh, the uh, throwback post. Here we go. <laughs> cock. I love that term, cock. I like it because it's close to cock. You know, it's just like a, a vowel change. Scroll, scroll. Andrew Parry, congratulations. Congratulations! Andrew. 
And Andrew says, I take offense as a gym bro. I'm nicely tanned, not white. Respect. Uh, send us an email to support at solnormous.com. Swole card 2700. In the subject, your mailing address and the body of the email. Congratulations. Very nice, Andrew. Very nice. Everyone's so welcoming, so kind. Congratulations, Andrew. We'll take some soundboard requests. Drop in the chat. Everyone hit that thumbs up button. Ooh, T-Bone Capone. This is Doubtfire. Absolutely. I don't work with the maids because I used to be one. I'm your Huckleberry. I got my game. I arrived in America's airport with clothing, U.S. dollars, and a jar of gypsy tears to protect me from AIDS. Snap your dick off and jam it into your ass. Ooh, Matt the Great. I wonder if pumpkin face is getting the same chemicals that make the frogs gay. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Ooh, we haven't done that one in a while. Lizzo. You can be fat and be healthy. I'm sorry, Lizzo. Healthier than I will ever be. I love how you guys recall the soundboard so quickly. I'm like, oh yeah, it's challenging me to get to the board in time. That's a good one. That's a long one. That's a long one. We'll do a couple other ones first. Loud noises! 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. I'll get that. What you just said... I got you, PK. ...is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Fancy man, I'm a fancy man, I'm a fancy man. Dodson. Dodson, we've got Dodson here! The ice, Chico. They never lie. I like the caress. Pretty quick with it, huh? Pretty quick with it. Uh... I'm gonna put my nuts hat on your drum set! I like how you guys are burying the soundboard in there. Like, I wonder if he tucks. I wonder if he tucks. I got you, fam. There's tiny tuck, typical tuck, total tuck, and the tyrannical tuck. Coast to coast. Nailed it. Nailed it. Ah. Uh. Mm. All right, let's get, ooh, ah, let's see, uh, Shoryuken. Shoryuken! Hadouken! Hadouken! Shoryuken! Everyone's like, things like, A, B, A, B, left, 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 Okay. Up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, select, start. Was that Contra? Unlimited Lives or something like that? I forget. All right, let's see, uh, throwback time. Throwback. Throwback. 
Let's see what we got here. This one. Uh, ooh. All right. Let's check this out. Throwback time. Response ah. to the question says, you're not oppressed, white woman. This comment a lot. Yeah. And like, I get Low it angles. and I don't get it at the same time. Nowhere have I ever said that I am oppressed because I am white. Seriously, no one cares. It's called intersectionality, my friend. It's called having different intersections and then being oppressed because of like what are those other intersections. Shut up, dumbass. Oh my God, you have no idea what intersectionality is. <laughs> Let me just summarize briefly what intersectionality is. Let's say you're black. You're oppressed. Oh, okay. You're black and you're trans. There's two. You're black and trans and in a wheelchair. Oh my God, you are collecting all the infinity stones. Okay, that's what intersectionality is. It's like how many woke infinity stones can you layer? You know, collect them all, right? You're like so woke. Oh my God. You know, every time I see these videos, I just all mag, I'm like, snap, 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 snap. I wish. You made me happy. Like city planning? Like there's an intersection? Like a three or four way stop? Ah, <sighs> how is shut up, dumbass, not a soundboard? That's a good question. That's a good question. Oh, funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you? That's a good question. Okay, so, fam, P3S8, available now, swarmarmysex.com slash, slash signature. It's available for 12 more hours. Go and jump on it and check out the other merch at papaswole.com. Use code dailyswole for 10% off. So, P3S8, now live. Check out the other merch. Check out the Ninja Toitles. Check out the Cozy Cardio Less Than. Check out Rick and Morty. Uh, check out... Fuck your resolutions, new drops, and of course, the glorious forest pump. How many of you picked up a forest pump? That blue, that light blue tea, I need to get more of them because I, every, when I, when I wear it, it gets dirty. Like I need more of those because they're fucking awesome. I love that shirt. Anyway. All right, fam. We'll see you in the Daily Soul Telegram chat. We'll be back here tomorrow. Thanks for being here. Subscribe. All that good shit. Peace, McGee. Snooze, McGoose. Yeah, boy. Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 oh. Out.